Jason here. Just a quick bit of housekeeping before the show. Since Boba Fett is ending and Moon Knight doesn't start until March, we're going to be taking a brief hiatus. But if you think you'll miss hearing us weekly, you should check out our other podcast, The Trek In Pod, where we cover this season of Star Trek Discovery. I'll link it in the show notes. Anyway, on with the show. Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week we're discussing Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 7, In the Name of Honor. So let's get into it with the recap. Grogu apparently chooses the chainmail, and R2-D2 flies him to Tatooine. Cad Bane and the Pikes confront Fett, Shan, and Jaren outside the remains of the sanctuary, where Cad Bane reveals that the Pikes were responsible for the deaths of Fett's Tuscan tribe. The other crime families betray Fett and attack his soldiers throughout Mos Espa. Fett and Jaren send the Major Domo to distract the Pikes, allowing the pair to attack the group, though they are soon outnumbered. Freetown citizens and the cyborgs arrive to save the pair, but the group are overwhelmed again by two shielded droids. Peli arrives with Grogu, who helps Jaren destroy one of the droids while Fett's Rancor destroys the other. Cad Bane scares off the Rancor and defeats Fett in a duel, but Fett kills Bane with his gaffy stick. Grogu lulls the Rancor to sleep, ending its rampage. In Moss Eisley, Shan kills the Pike's boss, as well as the Mayor and the other crime lords. As Moss Espa praises Fett, Jaren and Grogu fly off in their N1 Starfighter. In a mid-credits scene, Cobb Vanth is healed by Fett's back-to-tank and the mod artist's cybernetic enhancements. So what this really fucking needs, because the series is over now, okay, and we, I, I doubt that, I mean, maybe there'll be another show called Fennec Shand or another show called anything else other than Boba Fett. Book of Cobb Banth. <laughs> Book of Cobb Banth, I'll watch that too. But the show is, is, is over, and so we all have to look at what we have. And did I like it? Yes, I did like it. It was good. But like, this needed like one more episode. This needed an episode that was so specific that's like it's not even an abstract thing it's like so specific what the show needed it needed an episode from the street level of of most Vespa trying to figure out like what boba fett really did practically to the community the 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 actual connection the mods had with the community it needed development of 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 black santo what santo yeah just call him santo santo that's like i feel like i'm calling him santa claus yeah bk all right um, it needed development of BK. It needed another episode, especially after the the Cad Bane reveal, like to show his history with Boba Fett. It needed more of that. You know, in the final episode, we had this big confrontation between him and Boba, and like, great, I, I get it. But if you're not watching Clone Wars, if you're not watching the Bad Batch, if you if you don't know who the fuck this guy is, you don't care. You and I definitely appreciated it, but. I have to imagine that this fell super flat for anyone who hasn't watched the Clone Wars. And even still, say you were a fan of Clone Wars and you watched all of Clone Wars, but you are not aware of the missing deleted scene from the deleted episode that never got made, you know, as Clone Wars got canceled, which had this big fight between Boba and Cad Bane, which is referenced subtly in their connection. So it's like, there's all these things that are like, we assume you know this, we assume you know that. You know, but don't assume. And like, even me, who's like a fan of all these things and, you know, was there at Star Wars Celebration when the episode in its storyboard form was aired, you know, like I was there and I got to see it. I still need more of Cad Bane and this in order to make it make sense. All those things Like, there's a lot of moments like that that like just would have benefited just so Boba Fett didn't seem like a complete idiot. 
and like that that's what it comes across as like he should not be a leader i have it i have it written here like he's not fit to run a liquor store much less an entire criminal underground and community this is not gonna work the ridiculous thing is at the end of the episode boba fett himself says we are not suited for this and i was like yeah i couldn't have said it better dude duh why are we here why are we here like really at the end of the day this 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 whole series is Fennec Shan to the rescue. It's it, if you played the book of Boba Fett drinking game, every single time Fennec Shan saves the day, take a drink, take a shot. Every time Boba Fett makes an appearance in his own show, take a shot. Trust me, that one you would not get too drunk with. Every time we see a character from Mandalorian come in and steal the show, take a shot. You will get drunk. Whenever you see a non-earth tone color, take a shot. Fine. That's an enjoyable thing. Whenever Boba looks like he should not be in the show itself because he he He's not a good leader. And Fennec Shan's like, okay, I'll stick around anyway. Finish your damn drink. You're dead. That's it. That's it. That's 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 the game. And it's a weird... I don't know who's to blame. I don't know. Because I know Favreau and, and Filoni are good writers. And they know Star Wars. And they know how to make characters. But what the fuck happened? I, I, want, I, I put it all... And maybe this is unfair of me. I put it all on Robert Rodriguez. Because this has the way he simplifies things all over. But he's still not responsible for all the episodes. But he's responsible for a large part of it. He's responsible for the worst episodes. Yes, he is. What they should have been was, it shouldn't have been called Book of Boba Fett. It should have been called Mandalorian Season 2.5. And each episode could have been a chapter. And one of those chapters of the three episodes that we got in the beginning, directed by Robert Rodriguez, could have been the Book of Boba Fett. Then the next section should have been the Book of Fennec Shand, where we saw things from her perspective, since she's always out there saving everyone's asses. And the next one would have been the Book of Mandalorian, and so on and so forth. You know, we could even had a Book of Cad Bane episode just from his perspective. And that would have sold across the board. You wouldn't have had expectations. You wouldn't have had all these like people waiting for this and getting disappointed, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on. Because it's like, it's a big feast where no one was happy. Because there was a lot of shit in this series. A lot of good shit, too. But it got weird. Because it was just felt incomplete. Yeah, they really could have done, like, the Game of Thrones thing. Where, like, they did certain parts of the show from different perspectives. And then tied it all in together. And that would have made way more sense than what they actually did. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, The last note that I have on this show, in my notes, is why is this show? Yeah. Because besides moving a couple characters' plots forward, I don't understand why it exists. It was a big setup for Mandalorian season season three. I get that. And to the fact that the show ended, I mean, other than the, the post-credits scene, which I'm not counting here, but the show ended with Mando. The last shot is Mando and Grogu going off into the sunset. My notes say the real main characters zoom away in an N1 starfighter. Yeah, that's it. They rode off into the sunset. And meanwhile, leaving the side characters, Boba Fett and his crew, to just hang out in Tatooine. Like, okay. It's, you know, with, with Cad Bane, I understand he deserves better. And, like, it, it kind of reminded me of how a lot of people felt about the Kingpin in Hawkeye. It's like, you brought him all the way back. Because you know how I feel about Cad Bane. I love that character. And I was so excited. And, like, okay, you killed him. Fine. That's fair. But, like, I just felt like you didn't do the character service in the time you used him. Like, every time he was on screen, he was great. But, like, give me that extra episode of actual development where it fuckings matters. You know? And also give this entire season a like a couple more drafts, like a couple more passes, yeah. because this this felt all very like half baked yeah, to me. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that, you know. Except for that Luke CGI that was fully baked. That was that was some time traveler shit. That was that was Grandma's cooking on Thanksgiving baked. That was perfection incarnate. So I'm happy with that. Um, but hey, that's a jumping off point. Can we talk about how Luke is a pretty bad dad? No, Luke is horrible. It's like, okay, you didn't choose my way. Out. R2, get this kid out of my temple. Out of my sight. I'm done. I'm not even going to bring you home myself. I'm going to have my droid do it. I'm going to drop ship his ass to Tatooine. It was great to see R2 and BD1 again. Um, I'm, I'm just always happy when BD makes it on live action screen now. Um, that just makes me giddy with joy. But like it, 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 and hearing the Starfighter, you know, the X-wing sound effects, beautiful. I mean, all these things are programmed to make us feel good and nostalgic. Like that's the fan service, and I'm grateful for it when it's done well. I just one of the things I really annoyed me about it was like it's the beginning of the episode, and you're establishing that Grogu's back already. Like then we know he's gonna come and save the day. We know it. Like there was a part of me, even though we predicted it a little bit, was that he was gonna just show up in season three now, and that would be a thing. And we wouldn't find out for a while what his answer is. But like, it was immediately set up like, okay, Grogu's back on Tatooine. So now he's going to come eventually and save Mando's ass. Like, it's right there. It's so obvious. Like, I would not have shown that scene. I would have had him just show up and then we'll figure out what happened earlier. Like, it, I just did not like the way they paced that. I agree. But I will say I that Mando reaction to Grogu is one of the highlights of the episode no but that that could stay the same that can completely stay the same we just don't need to see him land oh yeah no absolutely take out that landing take scene. out the landing scene like I, I get like the only thing that came out of that landing scene other than the bd cameo hashtag bd one forever um is the comment about grogu's name which is basically just fan service to everyone who's bitchy about grogu's name like all right i get it you're being a little snarky that's cute and adorable but it, it, it didn't was not needed to be in there no, but I did get a chuckle. Yeah. So that yeah, that's that's basically every single note that I have that's really negative comes down to that. Give me a whole other episode that really goes into the the character dynamics and their relationship to the communities and the crime bosses around it. Like let us see the effects of spice in the community so we can care about it. All we get are all we get are drugs are bad. The spice will flow no more. Yeah, that's it. And it's like there's nothing else. We don't know what spice does to you. We don't know what it's doing to the community. Just people are dying from it. But I don't see anyone dying from it. You know, I didn't see any of the residents of this fucking city during this battle. Maybe they were all dead from spice. I guess so. I guess so. it wasn't a bomb that went off and destroyed the thing. It was a it was a bomb of spice. Everyone just got really high, and it just looked like an explosion. Also. I think the people of Moss Espa would have been way safer if they had taken refuge somewhere outside of the city so that they didn't draw this giant conflict into the city, but whatever. Whatever. When I saw the droids, I was like instant like, oh, new droid cars who are based on James Cameron's Terminator. Super Mega Ultra Battle Droids. Yeah, it's like these these are Terminators. They look like Terminators they, they, with the big eye and everything. They don't look like Star Wars droids. They look like Terminators. Like it's it's insane. You look at the original like uh, Terminator um, like robots that are like destroying the apocalypse. Like it's pretty much them, except instead of spider legs, they have like uh, you know treads, like tank treads. That's the only difference. Otherwise, they look almost exactly like it. This is Robert Rodriguez again doing what Robert Rodriguez does, which is I have a hard on for James Cameron. Let me copy him. Yeah, I did enjoy the Rancor fighting the fucking 
super mega ultra battle droids though yes boba fett riding a rancor was fucking cool and we knew it was gonna happen we knew it, we knew it. And, and we knew it was gonna be awesome and we knew it was gonna be cool and the fact it was so cool that i think that's all you really can say about it boba fett rode a rancor and it was fucking cool that's probably what he was doing for the past two episodes when we didn't see him at all riding a rancor how to train your rancor yeah that's it. That's that's the movie I, I knew this was going to be about. I still am upset. I have not seen a lot of art that that took How to Train Your Dragon and How to Train Your Rancor and did it because I expected that and I did not see it. So I feel very disappointed for the artists of the internet. It's because everyone's dropped off this show, Joseph. Yeah, that's true. This episode has a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh damn! The entire show still, I think, has like a cumulative eighty percent, so it's still certified fresh. But this episode people had issue with star wars fans are never happy notoriously but even i'm a little meh yeah about this. i'm a little meh in general like of, of the whole thing and it's i mean that's the whole thing the whole the whole fight sequence was cool the jetpack fight was really cool finally um, finally we have two mandalorians flying around on their jetpacks shooting all their crazy weapons like that that was to me that was the best part of the episode yeah and it's cool and it's all cool and that's it i'm gonna say the word again it's cool because all the shots are cool and i feel like the whole episode was written around what are the coolest shots we can do what's the cool shit we can do we'll make a story around it and that's it it's the rule of cool and it's like that's it that's all they did and like it bothers me that that's where we're at because i'm always like so like we're not just don't just do something for cool sake like please don't do something just for cool sake and this whole episode was done for cool sake you know it wasn't cool killing the gamorians yeah that that they, they deserved more character development too i have that written down like i wanted to know more about them and they just pushed them off the cliff everyone else is fine but the two side gamorian guards who worked really hard for you just just fall off the cliff into oblivion thanks thanks guys the shows feel a little racist there yeah also the other crime families suddenly betraying boba fett who would have thought who would have thought, cursed their sudden but inevitable betrayal? And that's the point. Again, that extra episode that's theoretical in my mind would have gone into like who the crime families are, and we could have at least had some development and maybe like some like, well, maybe it'll go this way, maybe it'll go that way. Let's get to know them a little bit and give a shit about it. Going into the town and and seeing things from the town's perspective really would have helped. It would have established even some of the Cobb Vanth characters that we saw, like that girl with the recycler rifle, who was cool, but we didn't even get a name. No, didn't even get a name. We just saw her go up with. Uh, the Emma Stone lookalike, you know, like with the who was also an awesome shot modder and, you know, saved the day a little bit. Like everyone got their moment to shine, but there wasn't enough character development to give a shit about the people who had those moments. Also, I'm glad that the people from Freetown came as reinforcements, but like it was 10 people. <laughs> that was that was not a garrison. No, that was not a garrison. It was 12 people in a speeder bike. It was 12 people, including Boba and Mando. I counted. Very sad. Like, I liked the show. It was just so disconnected at the end of the day that it, it, it just was trying to do too much with very little time. And I don't know what the what happened here, you know? That's kind of what my, my major thought of it. Like, I could run out of forever, you know? I think there are parts of it that you and I really, really enjoy that are, I think, that add something to the Star Wars mythos. But then I think at the end of the day, like, the show didn't really justify itself for existing. And it wasn't narratively cohesive, even a little bit. No, definitely was not cohesive in a narrative fashion. Like, even the Tuscans, like, I get it. Did we ever see um, Boba go after the biker gang and finally get closure for his Tuscan massacre? Like, did we see that on film? We did. We did. He murdered them. After he got Slave One back, 
him and Fennec Shan just fucking drove over the desert and blew them to bits. Oh, that's right. Okay, that was his massacre. Yeah, I, see, when you're dealing with all the time back and forth stuff, it gets confusing. Okay. But shouldn't there be more of the Tusk? Like, I, so no one survived that massacre, and it was just that sad, but that's all we got from them. Yeah, I guess not. But, like, it seemed at the beginning like they purposely didn't show, like, that warrior Tuscan because maybe they survived. So I thought they were going to come back at some point, but... Me too. No, nothing. I thought the Tuscans were going to come back completely. I thought they were going to have at least more closure on them. And then also, they played it like it was this huge reveal in this episode that the Pikes were actually behind the Tuscans, you know, being wiped out. If Boba Fett didn't suspect that at all, Boba Fett's a fucking idiot. Yeah, but that's the whole point. Even Fennec said it. Fennec told him it was probably that, and he was like, eh, whatever. It's just Fennec Shand. It's not like she hasn't saved everyone's asses and mine a thousand times over and is usually right about everything, but I'm just going to ignore her because I feel better about myself because I'm an idiot. When in doubt, always listen to Ming-Na Wen. She's great. Yeah. So Fennec, Fennec, this whole episode was, again, Fennec Shand to the rescue. That's it. It's. I have a friend on facebook and he did a whole rant about this episode specifically and is like i'm going to re-edit this entire series and make it the phoenix chan show that's what i'm gonna do and he will he's done it before with stuff like this when things really bother him he will go and re-edit this whole series and just ignore as much boba as possible and make it a phoenix shan the main character because that's the, book of, the book of shan yeah the book of shan because that that's I would actually want to see. Usually, I like. Oh, don't do that, man! You're just being a cynical bitch. But here, I would watch it. I want to watch it. I do. <laughs> I want to see that show so bad. She was so she was so great at the end when she just took out all those crime bosses and like hung the mayor. Yeah, because she she's functional. She knows how to do this game. She knows how to play it. You know, like we could have laughing children at the end running through the streets of Tatooine, which we didn't cliche steven spielberg-esque situation like oh my god it was so steven spielberg but like children are running through the streets to make sure everything's okay but literally she just came from murdering and massacring all those people and they're eating you know uh may Lu runs and having a good time and it, it like ends like with them and the mods and santo just like laughing and being yeah. like, like 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 it reminds me of like the end of like classic next gen episodes yeah that's what it was it was spielbergian that's what it's just was everything's fine the town is great children are playing laughing running through the streets everything's a wonderful day here's some fruit you gonna share ha 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 and then pans up to space so that you can see the real main characters blasting off into their next adventure yep they they should have had the binary suns like somewhere in that shot so they literally could have gone into the sunset and I think that would have been that would have been nice just to, as a closer since our real characters that we care about are still Mando. Well, one character I care about maybe isn't dead. Cobb Van. No, he's fine. He's he's in the thing. He's gonna... And we knew he'd be fine, but I guess he's coming back with a robot arm. Yeah, he's coming back as a cyborg, I think, as, he, as God has originally intended him in the writing. So we were getting the cyborg vamp, the cyvanth. I'm into it. Cobborg. Cobborg. That's what I got. Um, the Mecha Marshall. Mecha Marshall. There you go. Um, and, and like at the end, like we had that baby Grogu tapping on the glass, which is essentially like the dinosaur baby going again, again. I want to go fast. Again. It's like, okay. Okay. Like that's, that was cute. It was, 
and there is a lot to be saying that I like moments like I the King Kong moment with the Rancor. Oh yeah, I, I loved that. Grogu coming in and lulling it to sleep. Like I'm just waiting for that oversized Funko Pop figure of that scene of Grogu reaching out on one, you know, like with one hand and putting it this big monster to rest and the other shot when they're like passed out next to each other like a giant dog and a little kitten sleeping next to each other. Like a nappy time. Yeah, it was so cute. But yeah, that was great. It was really a sweet moment. I enjoyed every single every moment of that that was great and I, I want the art i want the i want to see the funko pop out so it just seemed like a shot designed for mass production they know people are going to fall in love with it i really liked the mando boba conversation about honor yeah that was great i definitely have notes on that though just the fact that they ha- have similar beliefs but they have variations of it um and at the end of the day they come to agree to it i think that's 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 wonderful like I thought that conversation in there, I, and you, I'd want more of it. Like again, like if you if you brought Mando back a little earlier and we had an extra episode in between all that, we could have had more conversations and more connections between them to show that. Because I think Boba Fett would be a good influence on Mando, so he can have confidence that he's still a Mandalorian underneath it all, despite the the cultish behavior of the people he's used to dealing with. Death Watch. I wonder if Boba Fett actually considers himself a Mandalorian. I think he does. I mean, the way he talks about the armor, it was very important to him. Because he's like the, I guess he's like the son. He, well, he's the clone of a foundling. Yes. Essentially. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I would have liked more Mando and Boba talking scenes. Me too. Me too. That's, and that goes to my thing. Like one more episode would have done a lot for this show. Because this show was a gathering of heroes essentially like and if you had framed it that way and given each and every one of them their time to shine like a marvel movie then we could have had a great avengers crossover in this episode where it all came to bear they just didn't do it They, they promised us boba every time and they didn't do it there were episodes where boba wasn't even in it so you look at the whole thing as a whole and you're you're left you're no matter what way you look at it you're feeling a little let down you know, we needed the Godfather and we didn't. We got like a, a high school presentation of the Godfather. Did you happen to see the poster that they released for the final episode of the show? Uh, the one that would look like um, a spaghetti Western. Yeah, I did. And it's such a cool poster. Mm-hmm. It's got all these characters on it and the show is about nothing. And not in the cute Seinfeld kind of way. It's just a show with so many cool cameos and so many interesting things that they could have done. And instead, we just kind of got, I don't know, I think ultimately it just feels kind of hollow. Hollow is a good word for it. Hollow is a really good word for it. It just didn't accomplish enough given what it set out to do. It promised us one thing and didn't pay all, any of it off because it just wasn't enough time. And the things that they did have enough time with, we didn't even get. Like, for instance, one of the, one of the last things I had written down was like the cowardly assistant. The cowardly assistant that I was just waiting for him to die, waiting for like a bad death, just something comical, something fun that he finally deserved because he's such a craven, fucking, you know, like bootlicking moron. You just want to stomp underneath something. And finally, here's this moment where he's going out and you know Boba Fett wrote something down on that that's going to get him killed and you're waiting for it. And it's going to be the hilarious thing of basically fuck you to the syndicate you know like and he's gonna get himself killed just the, the, this is sparta moment where the, the messenger gets pushed into the the pit and nothing nothing 
the 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 words were respectful relatively even if they were like a, a wink of fuck you it just there wasn't anything real with punch there and he got out of it okay and he started being the comic relief on our side character like bonding with amy sedex's character and so like i i i just got sad like that was a payoff i was waiting for and he's just literally melted into being on our side and funny because they were disney and we're, we can't kill him in a real bitchy way i guess i don't know i found that to be a metaphor for how i felt about the show in general here's a payoff i was looking forward to and here's a payoff that i was denied and i don't know who was responsible for that but i felt it was lacking it was definitely lacking but that poster for obi-wan kenobi looks good oh, i can't wait we're hopefully gonna get a trailer soon i need a trailer that's like it's coming in may may 25th we get kenobi oh i cannot wait kenobi oh i've been looking for him for a long time oh, i need that kenobi and uh we're getting inquisitors all that stuff so i'm i am excited for the kenobi series and whatever it's going to be because i love ewan i love ewan as kenobi and um you know it's going to be uh show run by a different you know different people so like it's deborah chow yeah, isn't it deborah chow so yay as long as it's not fucking Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, not Robert Rodriguez. It's like you'd think, in theory, because it wasn't until now that I really started to, like, see the issues with Robert Rodriguez that I have. Like, I liked his work on Alita Battle Angel. Like, I really did. Um, Mostly because I think he was really trying to be James Cameron. Because I know James Cameron is the one who gave him the job. And I liked his Planet Terror. Like, he's he's fun. He's a fun director. But put him in the Star Wars universe and you think, okay, this guy could do it. Like, he's, he's got to be a fan of it. You can tell. And you can tell he's a fan of Grindhouse and, and Spaghetti Westerns. And he's got, like, some Tarantino in him and all that stuff. Like, this should be a match made in heaven. And instead, it just feels amateurish and, and all over the place. And, like, dude, all your weaknesses are showing. Like, none of your strengths. I don't mind him, like, penning an occasional episode, but, like, being like the main showrunner and writer on a show maybe maybe not it was just weird it was just weird 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 i mean just hit, there was the amount of episodes he was responsible for it's just like no you shouldn't have been and if it was like okay fine but then you need to have the rest of them have their own identities too and it just it didn't you didn't have that it just wasn't segmented that way you didn't promote it that way and it just got very confusing for everyone so not I, I could I can go around in circles and I believe I have many times now, but it's like poetry. It rhymes, um, and we needed more. You didn't do it, and now here we are. Really excited for Kenobi. All right, so make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast, and you can email us at InfinityCast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.